Hey, what's up everyone? We're back with another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies, movies, movies with a Z. That's right. Next episode is going to be the fan vote episode, so make sure you check out the Twitter poll that will be attached to this episode's promotional material on my Twitter. That's Yummy the Ferret at Yummy the Ferret. So if you want to uh, vote, um, there'll be four uh, movies to vote on. Two of them are new, and two of them will be older ones that are mixed in. Um, so like I said, we'll announce those uh, next episodes. So that's in about two weeks. And we still want your movie recommendations. So don't stop sending them in. We still need your recommendations. So if you want to, you can either comment on the latest episode of Film Freaks with a Z, or you can email us at ff.filmfreakswithaz at gmail.com. There we go. All right, without further ado, let's introduce ourselves. I am Yemi the Ferret, a.k.a. Yemi. Who am I here with? Hello, Gritty Waffle. Uh, Taymation. And Coco Gamer. How is everyone feeling today? Hey, for... Tay forget his name. He's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I was like, oh, right. It's my turn, right? Shit. <laughs> What's my name? It's that 101 yeah. weather. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 108. Or 7. 107. You just told it's us 101. Here. What are you, a liar? No, I said, I said 107. I said, I said 107. 107. See what I have to deal with all the time? <laughs> can't read. He can't hear. Just He's coming a very old man. Maybe a cutout, because I heard one. 101. Mm-hmm. Well, I said seven. <laughs> so, uh, let's do the opposite of what we're doing right now, and talk about snow. With the piercing uh, uh, on the end of it. Greedy, introduce right, the movie so for us. The movie I chose last week was Snowpiercer, which was made in 2013. What, what's Snowpiercer about? In a future where a failed climate change experiment has killed all life except for a lucky few, which I feel like it was more than a lucky few, but anyways, who boarded the Snowpiercer, a train that travels around the globe, a new class system emerges. So the director is Bong Joon-ho, and who are some of the actors in here? We got uh, the lovely Chris Evans, Evans. Kang Ho Song, Ed Harris, John Hurt, Tilda Swinton, Jamie Bell, and I mean, I could go on forever, uh, Octavia Spencer, just to name a few. Um, so I wanted to start off the uh, conversation with, um, how, what do you guys think about the CGI in this? Because I don't think it was that impressive for a 2013 movie. What's your guys' opinion? Well... I do know this movie had a very like small budget, I believe. Like I guarantee the majority of it was spent on the actors. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, I I gave like it was passable. It was fine. It wasn't anything amazing, but yeah, I mean, it didn't like see, take away from it. Yeah, you could definitely see like the dated aspects of you know like when they look out the window and you see like the snow. You would you, you I mean it just kind of looks a little bit more fake than. You know, some of the other stuff. I feel like, in a, as a whole, the CGI was fine. It wasn't like amazing, like some other movies that came out in 2013. But I, I didn't, I didn't mind it too much because I was pretty um, invested in the overall, you know, universe that they were setting up. So I was like, you know, it's not, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. 
Well, the reason I brought it up because it was like when he was talking about the air or the airplane that crashed underneath the bridge. Like I couldn't, maybe it's just me being blind, but I couldn't really see, like, make out where the airplane was. I was like, where is it? Like, so that's what made me think of you no know, CGI is not that great. <laughs> I think uh, the airplane. I could see the airplane. Yeah, I um, saw it too. I think at first, like, it, since it's such a quick pass over, but then yeah, once he's think- talking about it. Thing. Yeah, once he's, like, talking about it and, like, it shows more than, like, a minute of it, like, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, there it is. But, well, like, before, yeah. I was just like, where is it? I can't see it. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing. I think that was intentional. Yeah, I think it is. I definitely think that was intentional. Just so, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. You, you know something's going on, but you don't know what's going on until he explains it at the end. Yeah. If you're really paying attention, you'll see it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it <laughs> the first time. <laughs> Okay, well, if you guys didn't mind, I mean, I, it's just that one part, and then um, the part where they're shooting at each other. I mean, that's near the end. I don't want to get too far ahead, but I'm just like, you know, just making some parts that you know came to my mind. I was like, oh, the CGI is not that great. Yeah. <laughs> there was a few times, like, the CGI, and I think they actually did a good job, because I think they, again, it was a smaller budget. They knew their CGI wasn't going to be that great, and I think they actually did a pretty good job of, like, just quickly showing it like a lot of times it's the train you know the undercarriage of the train or the outside mm-hmm. of the train that was all cgi and they would they were quick to show those clips like they didn't linger on them which i think was to their advantage because they knew it didn't hold up very well like, well you know we didn't pay that much for this cgi so <laughs> let's just kind of you know the jaws thing they did in the 70s where it's like don't show the shark that much yeah i didn't it know this had like a crap. small uh, budget i thought uh, Money was not an issue for this movie. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, yeah. and maybe not. No, yeah, it, it was de- it was a very small budget. Um, Bong Joon Ho is is like the master of using small budgets to their maximum potential. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, you can definitely tell in this one where some things were stripped back, like Tay was saying with the you know outside the train sequences. I'm sure. I don't. I don't know if he. If if he. If he had more money, he would put in more CGI or something like that, or he would just it, just make what was there look better. Um, it's just it's hard, it's hard to tell because he tells stories pretty specifically, but um, I think it does the job in this movie, and I don't think that it's like the focal point isn't like you know the CGI or anything like that. The focal point is everything yeah. going on inside the train. So I think even then, it's like it's understandable that you know they don't they don't blow their their budget on the CGI. I think the one yeah. part that really just stood out to me with the CGI was when they looked inside of the um, the uh, the manufacturing thing for the bars of protein. And I think uh, that okay. inside there, that was like some really iffy CGI. But other than mm-hmm. that, I was I was like, no, it's it's great. You know, it's, I mean, it's it's not great, but it's it's just fine. You know, it's passable. Yeah, yeah the bu- the bugs. Like I couldn't even tell. Me, is that supposed to be bugs or? <laughs> It's hard to tell. Yep. You could kind of see like cockroaches. Yeah, I didn't even know where yeah. the bugs were. Yeah. Like I think there was one that was really defined as a as a cockroach, and I was like, okay, so it's supposed to be cockroaches, but the rest was like just a mush of like random black and grays and stuff, mm-hmm. browns and stuff yeah. like that. What's funny is like you know they were like, oh my gosh, that, this is so awful. But it's like I think right around that time, maybe like a year later, or something people actually started like, hey, you know, we can actually make really good protein shakes out of crickets. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why they'd be upset. It's like, well, once it's processed to be edible, it's a lot of protein. It's it's fine. 
Right. But it's, I, it's I, not I like you know, chicken be... and stuff like that that the first class people are eating. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I would prefer chicken over bugs, but <laughs> if I if the choice was bugs or cannibalism, I'd eat bugs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to say, like, you know, like, you know, uh, like, the part that got me was like, um, so it's like, oh, they don't have any bullets. Bullets are extinct for years. And then not, and then not a short time after, they were attacked by guys with swords and not, and swords and axes. Why didn't they have those? <laughs> uh, you mean the people in the front? Yeah. Because <laughs> they were trying to put on a show, like, you know, like, yeah. they have the weapons, but they're, they have no bullets. But, they, you know, the people don't know that, so... Just having, like, that sense of, like, oh, they have a gun, that automatically makes them go, well, we probably shouldn't do anything foolish because they'll blow our brains out when, you know, when they don't yeah. know that. So, I, I do, I, I agree that they probably should have had, like, a knife or something on them to mm-hmm. protect them with a little bit more lethality than just the butt end of a rifle, but I think, I think it's, um, it's a pretty interesting scene when, you know, Chris Evans just stands up and, and, and forces his way forward and then, the the guy pulls mm-hmm. the trigger on the gun and there's nothing in there and uh, he's like there's no bullets and yeah they all, that was a they all attack for it that was an awesome scene that wasn't yeah, even was the, a great the guy scene. who pulled the trigger yeah Chris it was Evans Chris reached Evans forward and pulled it. the trigger himself yeah. yeah oh I didn't notice that yeah it was oh. a very like split second they did it too yeah it was yeah. it was a little fast for me I guess yeah no it was Chris Evans pulling <laughs> I think they well, saw it, it was like well we're fucked <laughs> what to your point though Coco because yeah the gun obviously they can mow down if, if they don't they don't know there's no bullets at first, so they're like, "Oh, what gun can mow yeah. us all down with one gun?" Yeah, I guess that guys with swords and stuff. It's like, there's more of us than him. We can overpower him, take the weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a great detail because, like, just like for the directing part, it was like great detail of you know saying like how the girl was like, "Oh, put that useless thing away," and how Chris Evans was able, like recognized. Oh that. yes, that and, was... like he like put it all together. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool," because I didn't catch it. I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you know, just watch, you know, watch everything just... else." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, when I saw that, I thought it was just like, "Oh, it's like oh, they only used guns and guns, and you know, he was gone." But yeah, that was a great that was a great director thing because. Nine times out of ten, I guess the movies would just discard that, like instead, <laughs> yeah. discard that as useless information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, well, you think it's just like a you know expression or something like that, where she's like, "Put that useless thing away," because I mean, you you would think you know guns don't solve a problem as well as words, but it's actually mm-hmm. more of like a literal thing. Like it is technically worthless, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or useless. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the? torture that the one guy had to go through with the that, stick in his arm out there. That was freaking brutal. Yes. Yeah. Thank getting smashed. Oh yeah. man. It was that was really um like I wasn't expecting Ow. that. Like they were taking the uh that thing out of the wall and I was like, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna stuck his head out there or something or are they gonna throw him out or mm-hmm. Yeah I was expecting him to die. And he's like, oh yeah, we'll take your arms like uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the thing once the arm froze, you know, it like them chopping it off. One, he would not feel like any of that. It was already gone yeah. at that yeah. point. Yeah, he probably feel some of it shorter though. But yeah, he might feel like some tugging and stuff. I'm like, oh. but for the most part, yeah, that the, the arm was gone at that point. 
Mm-hmm. And that character really never was the same after that had happened. Because before that, he was talking to his son, he was trying to protect his son, and he was like talking coherent sentences. Then after that happened, I guess it was just so traumatizing with his son being taken and with his arm being, you know, chopped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he never really was the same after that, and that was really interesting character growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you torture a man, you take away his family, he won't he would not be the same again. <laughs> Well, that's going back to, you know, attention to detail. Like Emmy mm-hmm. said in the beginning, you know, the director, he really does pay attention. And I give him a lot of credit for, you know, yeah. some of the great details. And I'll mention it later on in some of the different scenes I want to get to, you know, just how mm-hmm. much attention he paid and, you know, just the small things, you know, like, you know, uh, other movies don't do, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, <bun. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right room, definitely. Did you guys notice the stark difference while they were going through the train as, like, how it turned from, like, being, like, grays and dark, you know, colors, then it gradually kind of grew into more colorful environments as they went through the classes? Yeah. That kind of got me confused. I'm like, so I'm trying, like, trying to set up what this universe has and what this universe, like what this world doesn't it kind of confused me like, like what are they really missing out on <laughs> like is there anything that's not extinct <laughs> well I, I well, like they like they explained uh, at the end of the movie it, it or was uh, maybe it was more towards where the, the the school was going on the kids were going yeah on. Where they were talking about how the train was supposed to be like a luxury train. It went around the world in, in a year. And it was like the finest luxury and blah, 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 blah. So the, the lower class who got on the train, obviously, for free, they got stuck in like the cargo holding areas. And the rest of the people got stuck in the areas which had the fine dining. And, you know, because it's a year on a train, they also had like school stuff in there. And uh, as you kept going, there was, you know, dance parties and jacuzzis and yeah. stuff like that. And... Um, obviously they still have like these amenities that we would have nowadays, but it's much more condensed. There's a lot less people and it's only reserved for the people who actually paid to be on there for this round the world trip. Yeah. One thing that would like bug me as like, cause you see like a few like live, like little rooms, you know, where people sleep and stuff, mm-hmm. but there's like three of those. And then there's a dentist's office. And then it was just like parties all the way after that. And it's like, so these people just like sleep here, I guess. It's a weird layout. That's what I had yeah, to say about it. It and is you, quite weird. I think it's at the party, it's just like this computer science room. And then you have another area where, they, where it's just like a normal layout. So I'm like, wondering, do these people just go through these science, science races or are they restricted from it? <laughs> Yeah, it, I think I, I think the layout definitely was a little bit con- like head scratching, but um, I I don't know it's it's not like a huge big deal to me because it was just like it was interesting to see the how the you know how the train was laid out, but I do agree that it's like they go from a dance party to like the engine room, and it's like any old drunkard and obviously they did at the end st- could stumble in there and and make a ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is like this was my second viewing of the movie. I saw it back like. I don't know, three, four years ago. When did it come out? 2013. Was it 2013? Yeah. I thought it was like 2017. Yeah, yeah, no, 2013. I remember saying that now. So yeah, I saw it about three or four years ago. Um, And I remember the first time watching, just going, oh, this is fun. Like, Mm -hmm. 
this is interesting. And but this time, I was being a little more like nitpicky. Was like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I want I recommended it again. And I said last episode, you know, I watched it. You know, Yemi recommended. He's like, oh, you got to watch this. And I was just like, huh. I saw it again. I was like, huh. I think I'll recommend it for our movie podcast. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Tay's point. I think the most outrageous part of this movie was when the the dude is shooting through the train glass and hitting the yes. um, the pool area because it's like they're going on like a big loop. And the guy was like shooting through. The, they're both shooting through the windows and like doing really close shots to them. <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was, they didn't have scopes either. Like it no. was just sights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Iron well, the sights. one the one the bigger dude just had had a sight, but. Uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, it was kind of. It, no, I don't it think it had a, any zoom on it though. It was just a sight. Yeah, it was just like an assault rifle with like an ACOG <laughs> on it. You know, time scope. <laughs> I'm just saying here. I was like, that's not how physics works. I mean, it's not how it works. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting, yeah. but it's also it, very unbelievable. Uh, yeah, when, because how fast they're traveling, and mm-hmm. I don't think the bullet would be able to reach it in time. Plus, with like wind I, and drag and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he would shoot at Chris Evans, and it would end up hitting like two carts back. <laughs> or not the train, well, not even hitting the train at all. Yeah, not the train. Yeah. Well, that's why. Yeah. I mean, it would have been like beyond ridiculous if one of them got hit. But I mean, luckily none of them got hit, so I guess that can make it more. You know, I think some of them did get hit. Some of the people with Chris Evans, I think, got hit. I think um, there was like some class level, you know higher class people just kind of milling about and I think uh, the bullet went close yeah. to the main characters but it didn't actually hit it hit like the people around them and yeah. another thing if it's so cold outside like is that area gonna freeze now like that's what I thought I was like oh they're shooting breaking the glass and they did well, show they were... the one army guy yeah, you know patching the window but you know he only did it once not, to, <laughs> not again so. said, are you crazy but it's like Nothing happened because of it. So I'm like, it's, a, it's not like I'm, I'm supposed to be. He, I guess he thinks that all of the cold air is going to blow through that hole and fill the entire place, but it didn't happen. Nothing happened compared to breaking the glass. <laughs> that scene, I think, pretty much mainly was for um, uh, what's this? I don't remember his name. Um, the gate opener guy. <laughs> Um, oh, wow. He saw a snowflake come in, and because the Inuit lady had told him all about all the different snows, he was able to tell that it was a snow that's melting, but that's like easily melted. So the temperatures outside are rising. Mm-hmm. That was like the main point of that scene. <laughs> Good done. In I felt that. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, just a cool action scene with guns and yeah. whatnot, but. <laughs> Well, is there any... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, what were, you, what were you gonna say? I was gonna change subject, so go ahead. Well, me too. <laughs> oh, just, you go for it, then. Um, I think the best action scene in this movie was uh, in the sauna area. Um, it had the most stakes to it, and it had the most character deaths, and it was actually, like, mm-hmm. one of those things that's like, because, you know, when I watch movies and you see the main characters are in, like, a pickle, nine times out of ten, no one's dying in that group of, of ten main characters. But in this movie, they kind of... Uh, I don't want to give anything away to people who haven't seen the movie yet, but they killed off three main characters in that one scene, and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty surprising there. <laughs> was yeah. it three? I mean, they killed off 
the uh, black lady, right? The, the mom, yeah, yeah, oh, mom yeah. the the um, like acrobatic knife guy. Oh yeah, the, the parkour guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, I guess I guess, I guess they didn't kill the assassin, but I mean he should have been dead with a fucking sword, like a machete through his fucking stomach. Yeah, <laughs> two yeah. stab wounds too. Yeah, he had yeah. stabbed in the back, stabbed in the side, choked, choked. out, and he still so, lived. God was like, this is nothing. <laughs> like, it's like, what can this person survive? He can survive two machete wounds and choking. <laughs> oh, you can't survive a neck snap, though. <laughs> <Got him>. yeah. <laughs> and then he got thrown into the uh, cogs, I think, right? Oh, yeah. 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 No. No, that was someone yeah, else. Fell some into the cogs. Yeah, some random dude got crushed, thrown into uh, one of the party guys. Got thrown. Yeah, he had angel wings on. Yeah. I think. He's like, I'm going to get you. He's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Yeah, that was like a randomest attack. Though it was like it's like, oh, I'm I'm going to go and kill you, but it just ends up showing them. It's like, nah. <laughs> hmm. Well, they were too after close to them, them because they kept stealing their drugs. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's the only reason oh, they attacked. The fur and the drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the only reason they attacked them at the end. I didn't pick up on that first. I was like, why are these party people now attacking them? Yeah, and I was like, oh, probably because of the weed or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. The C4. Yeah, the C4, yes. Yeah. Let's smoke some C4. Hey, <laughs> Um, I thought I had a point, but I guess I don't. You had a, you want to talk about something else, Nick? Yeah, Unless so it, there's, I want to go to the big fight scene where, uh, with the axes and all that. Mm -hmm. What do you guys yeah. think about that whole scene? I think, I mean, it was probably, it was the main point of the whole movie, I think. Like, probably the biggest scene and probably the most money put into it. But mm -hmm. I thought that scene was pretty cool. I could have done without the, a lot of the slow mo, but <laughs> it, was, it was still pretty cool. Oh yeah, that was definitely a highlight of the film. Um, especially like because you think that they're about to like push in and win, and then the tunnel comes up, and that like is a game changer. It's it's so mm -hmm. it, it it that that whole sequence just puts you through so many emotions. It was it was so awesome, and then the fire comes up. I thought it was pretty. I, I hate to use the word, but it was it, it was pretty epic. It was pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do you think what it took think so about... long to get the fire up there? Because right? it was all the way in the back with like that little kid. Yeah, yeah, the kid took. Remember, it's like, oh, the kid took the fire. Yeah, but it's like, you know, they planted. The <laughs> yeah, they planted. They knew it was coming. So why did they wait? You know, like, well, at least ten, fifteen people, you know, died in that dark scene. It's it like, felt like yeah. more. Was that? Oh, yeah. It yeah, felt, it felt, it felt like, like more. Yeah, it felt. <laughs> I mean, that's not like a number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but why? I mean, you could have probably saved them. Like, why didn't they do it right away? But who knows? Yeah, it's hard to I say. I mean, it's just yeah. a shock. Um, like they probably didn't didn't ex like expect it at first. So it's probably just some human a human error there. Like, you do it didn't realize like, oh, we can do something to prevent this. And <laughs> they didn't know the yeah. tunnel was coming up either until the um, yeah the one girl was like. You know, uh, you know, tunnel, whatever she said. I don't remember. Yeah. The tunnel is coming. Um, yeah. Don't open the do door. Think, uh, yeah. What do you think of what's his face? Um, the second in command, I guess. Like that death scene. I mean, I kind of expected it, but not there. I thought, yeah. you know, I thought it'd be more to the end. In, like the sauna or at the end, you know, risking his life or something. But I I didn't wasn't expecting it to be so soon and by one of the 
I guess you'd say the bodyguards. Yeah. It felt yeah. like a telltale moment. That- <laughs> you know, because because uh, yes. Chris Evans had the choice to either go get the um, the lady because she had a wound and you know she had the knife thrown into her leg, or save his his second in command. I would, I kind of I kind of chuckled at that part, but it's still mm-hmm. uh, it, it it did a lot better job than any Telltale game. Let me tell you that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could definitely I mean, tell the... like it was like a a struggle to choose between the two. But the second in command could have saved himself. I mean, he got away he from did. the body. The bodyguard, and he turns his back on, keeps his back against him. He's like, "Why don't you turn around and fight him?" Nope, he just gets stabbed yeah. in the back. He, he like, wanted okay. to join um Chris Evans and and um and take down that lady because he hates us just as much as he does. Yeah, well, I mean, if so, I have a big guy behind me like that, I'm gonna try to fight him, then get to the yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. So yeah, I agree. That lady. Yeah. That lady, though, so she had that knife wound in her, like, leg or thigh or wherever, mm-hmm. and then, like, she's fine after that. Like, no, you don't see her limping or anything. Yeah. You don't see a knife knife af- afterwards, to either. Like, you'll, you'll see, like, you see, the like, where he held the axe up to her neck. Like, there's a mark there, but you never see her, like, limping or anything after that. She's mm-hmm. just, oh, I'm fine now. Yeah, it seems like an oversight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I know we were talking about this director like being really good at you know doing that you know seeing those types of things. Mrs. Yeah, Lennon, just might just oversight. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, not a big deal. <laughs> and I mean, it's not. It's yeah, because they were caught up to no matter what. They, um, because it, it seems like that trains can be hard to navigate through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. I was wondering why, like, when the scene first came up, I was wondering why they're wearing all black and like had the fast black um, mask on and all. Not a mask, but, you know what I meant, face covering. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense, because <laughs> they all wanted to go dark. Yep. So, they do so, good. Sorry. I was just saying, so since um, it turns out, you know, bullets are not extinct, like they still have some bullets, why didn't they use them there? Probably wanted to save them, you know, I mean... If the scare tactic was working, like, why not? Or are you talking about at the that scene? Yeah, just, yeah, like, the when they do the axe, yeah, the axe scenes, like, why not bring out the guns at that point? I, like, were, just joking that we do have bullets. They well, were, like, they were uh, pretty confident that they were going to win that fight. Um, yeah. And, yeah. like, for the most part, they were winning, <laughs> like, that whole time until uh, the, the uh, knife guy uh, did his cool action moves and, and took down the leader. <laughs> Um, and I, I think that they were so, they were so confident that they wouldn't because obviously bullets are still pretty rare. Yeah, fresh. but mm-hmm. you know, obviously they were just so confident they were like, well, we don't even need to have a, a guy with a pistol in this, you know, because because they're using what sticks and batons and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's true. Plus, also the fear factor of just having that large, like that whole train is full of dudes with axes and shit, and it's like <laughs> they probably were thinking that they would probably just stop right there and, and surrender right there, but, you know, obviously they didn't. Yeah. Well, well I think they were, because actually, what's his face? At the end, Wilford said, we, we thought you were done there. We didn't think you yeah. guys would make it past there. Yeah. So, but Two things I want to say. I think it's supposed to be, like, you know, how the class system is, you know, as they get closer to the head of the train, you know, they get the nicer stuff. Guns, you know, food, water. So since they're like in the, we can probably call it like the midway of the train, you know, we went from, you know, fake guns to batons to knives, then now we're at axes, and then, you know, later on. So I think, you know, it's supposed to be like a class 
uh, system, you know, just as the they get closer, get they get closer, and the then, stronger the security gets. <laughs> yeah, and then I actually forget my other point I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what I think it was, you know, as they're supposed to get up more nicer climate or uh, classes, they you know, the better, nicer things they get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm kind of wondering, it's a little to the end of the movie, but it doesn't mean have to do too much of the ending. I'm so confused about what their power source could be able to, and power source could be able to wind, um, just be one to like jacuzzi, um, poles, um, like a dan a fucking dance room. <laughs> um, if sushi, they have an aquarium. They have some like they have what? I don't think there's any power source that can be able to run that much in one train. <laughs> and have it going engine. around the world like twenty four seven without fuel. Well, yep, yeah, the engine is constantly producing power and probably as it breaks up ice and you know it creates the water it probably does other power things you know just like on like a hybrid car you know just slowing down you know hitting the brakes for a second will generate power so it probably is something like that where if it slows down for a second it generates some power so i i feel like the there were definitely and it was a magic engine so you know i feel like it probably could produce all the power just fine Coco, didn't you learn anything from the elementary school part of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I was really? not. <laughs> like, I kind of turned away from that because it got a little, just got a little cringy and I felt... <laughs> Who else loved that scene where uh, the school teacher got the freaking knife in her neck? Because she was <laughs> so <laughs> annoying. Yeah, <this laughs> scene dragged on. Bad, she was pregnant, but... Well, she the started shooting probably... at them first. That's yeah, and technically, the baby it was that was it was that far along. Probably would have survived, you know, had the train not spoilers for the end crashed yeah. the end <laughs> and just killed probably everybody. Mm. Now nah, I, mean, I feel like some people probably would have survived until nightfall. It's hard to say because they were also doing the whole, you know, you know, killing of all the people in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only leaving eighteen well, alive. Just seven. No, uh, because they were killing 70, I think, 4%, so... 18%, you know, 16. That reminded me of so second Plus point. 18 people. Well, nah. didn't, he said at the end, he said, leave 18. Maybe he said he meant 18 extra mean, for the 18th yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, he meant 18 extra. Okay. Yeah, so there was like 26% or something, or 30-something, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Also, did anyone recognize the egg guy who was handing out the eggs? Oh yeah, I, I did. Work. He's a uh, he's Victor's as in Gotham, and he's also the uh, toxic cloud guy in the Flash. Yeah, really? that's why that's I saw him there. I'm like, oh, well. he plays a pretty good Victor's as if uh, that show wasn't mm-hmm. so terrible. But <laughs> Nick, you had a point you wanted to make. You said you remember you remember something. Yeah, uh, going back to the scene with the you know them using the axes. Uh, I think that they wanted some guys to die because they needed you know the population cut down so that that's yeah. that's just the second part i wanted to say yeah. so <laughs> we'd go back to you're right yeah no, and you're right they they needed they needed casualties they need people to die they do have to keep a certain amount of people alive or they'll be get overcrowded and die yeah, yeah. 
My so my question, uh, or I wasn't a question. I had a thought as I was leaving, or as the show was ending. I was like, wait, wait a second. The tail section produces a lot of babies. There is nowhere to be alone in that back area. That is true. Yeah. Well, like, like you said, there is a lot of sex going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's just a lot of sex going on where everyone's just sitting there watching. It's like, good job, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting hot. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that scene in um, Behind Enemy Lines where the two Russian soldiers are making love in a freaking sleeping bag, and it's like, mm, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being yeah. Well, they do have actually a real privacy because you see the royal curtains or something. Yeah, they do have little curtains, but... But still, that means <laughs> hardly any privacy. <laughs> There's yeah. not a lot of room in those beds yeah. either. You know, like, is not 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 just like width wise, but also height wise. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe somewhere they have like a con- like a conceiving like room where it's like, all right, it's Fred and Joanna's night in the in the <laughs> sex room. <laughs> you gotta have something for that because they probably want people to have kids, so that if the yeah. pots go all willy nilly, they can have kids to fix it. <laughs> Yeah. Um. What about? I guess we already kind of touched on it, but the, and we're here still. Uh, I thought that whole educational scene was a little too long and a little cringy. Oh yes, <laughs> dragged on for so long. Yeah, it kind of like the the movie was going pretty like pretty brisk fa- pace, and uh, all of a sudden it was like, and we're in a school. <laughs> Just, and I was wondering why they were all getting eggs. I was like, this isn't something... No, this can't be up to any good. I thought like the eggs were going to be like uh, bombs or something. Uh. But no, guns instead. The mom, the black, the, you know, the black mom, like you actually see her, like it was just a quick kind of... I almost wonder if it was improv. She like cracks an egg on the little uh, brat's yeah, yeah. like, head. Mm-hmm. The girl who kept saying, "Like, oh, the the back dwellers are disgusting and sleep and shit." Yeah, and like her just... someone kill her or something. Like she's she's just stuck up. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean it's fine. She she got an egg cracked on her head. Yeah. <laughs> the way they present where did this... the kids go? Yeah, well, probably they. I think they hid under the desks, right? Maybe, yeah, I, guess. I don't know. But we just never saw him never, never yeah. saw him move. We just yeah, like, oh, they're gone. <laughs> I thought they ran away. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They never tell us where they went. <laughs> they're dead. They died. It's like, they died. Shoot the gun out of all of them. Just care about the kids at all. Just like, yeah, shoot them all. <laughs> how, how crazy would it have been if uh, the kids had guns and they started shooting? <laughs> yeah, I think that would actually be real funny. It's like, <laughs> kids like, funny oh, did I miss that motherfucker? <laughs> I can imagine like this stuck up girl having a gun just like be a fucking shit <laughs> tried to shoot <laughs> it was it wasn't um, making sense but it'd be funny it was Sorry. interesting uh how they presented the um, the conductor of the en- the builder of the engine like it was kind of like a mm-hmm. uh, cult kind of thing going on and talk yeah. about um you know brainwashing <laughs> i mean that was that was so like off-putting to see like those mm. kids talking like you know like they were it was it was really weird and i think 
I mean, it did a good job of like showing like how off the deep end things are starting to get. Um, but yeah, it, it was one of those things. Is like it's really interesting how they it, it was kind of like a cult thing. It wasn't like just like mm-hmm. oh he's the conductor, you know, whatever. He's like the savior of the human race, kind of. Well, I mean, it's you know, which trying to shine a light on our society, which isn't maybe quite that. I don't know. Maybe it is because look at like how some people treat like Steve Jobs. You see, so <laughs> oh, like it's kind of culty. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce. It's a lot of cults. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce is like if you say anything bad about Beyonce, some people will freaking fight you hand you know with their fists not just words you know, his hands <laughs> yeah oh uh, that's just more i think celebrity worship like because i mean she doesn't produce a whole economy you know she, she's a singer coming out tomorrow oh, she probably Beyonce has a bunks. few brands <laughs> probably has a few brands but but tay's gonna get death threats in his emails now <laughs> What'd yeah. you say about Beyonce? It's Steve Jobs. Yeah. Beyonce. He said oh, she Steve doesn't Jobs, produce yeah. a environment. No, I'm saying she doesn't produce it like. like, like I, I know what you mean, them. but I know what you mean, but you yeah, know but people, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just missing anyways. I nothing wrong with Beyonce. I have full respect for oh. Beyonce. Don't kill me. Imagine Max saying do you guys want to move on to the big twist at the end of the movie? Sure. Yeah. Um, actually, a twist that I did not see coming, even though I noticed the freaking plate on the behind the old man's you know living quarters. I was like, hmm. But I, I was just like, it's mm-hmm. just a caboose, you know. Obviously, there's going to be a, a symbol for you know, a logo. But it all kind of come to, comes together at the end, both with the you know the C four stuff and also with like the the whole you know, basic plot of the movie at the end there. Uh, very effective. Very, very... Um, it was actually a twist ending that, you know, I didn't see coming. It's it's not like a, you know... It's not, it's not like an... Well, I guess it is kind of like on the tier of like early M. Night Shyamalan, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's more of a... I mean, it's kind of a twist, but at the same time, it's just like... It doesn't change your outlook completely uh, of the whole yeah. the whole film like you know the M Night mm-hmm. early M Night Shyamalan twist where you go holy crap I have to watch this again to see all the clues this one's just like oh yeah no that it actually makes sense uh, and I guess we can say it for those who don't know oh. what we're talking about uh, the guy the old guy in the caboose Gillum I think his name is Gillum uh, yeah. who was trying to you know who was telling Chris Evans to run this whole resistance uh actually worked with the conductor to mm-hmm. coal people mm-hmm. that was their plan it was several times now too because they had the yeah. seven year the seven year in one and there, there was like a one that was 14 years in and then a fish and then finally this one which was 18 yeah it, yeah there's some clues like they make because she asked for him specifically when like that one girl that he held captive she asked and she didn't kill him when she or anything when you kind of talk back to him either because mm-hmm. he's just like yeah when he approached uh, her when she went back to talk about the was it the same scene where he got tortured I don't I could be thinking of a later yeah, scene yeah it was the same the thing because he said old I guy walks speak up of a to word her. with him and he's just like you can talk to me mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, he just ignored her <laughs> yeah that was a big hint that I didn't pick up yeah also sorry um, at the beginning, when he said um, that he was a shadow of his former self, 
kind of hinting that he's not who he thought he was, not who Chris thought th- thinks he is. Yeah. <laughs> but also, just because I think he, as you know, get the story that he cut off his own arm, like own arm, his own leg, so people could eat. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know was kind of a, brad- a badge of honor for people in the the tail section. If you didn't mm-hmm. have a limb, it was probably because you sacrificed it to feed people. Um, you know, so Chris finally gets to lose his arm at the end there, sacrifice it to save a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else to say on that part? Well, I just think that the whole, like, sequence yeah. of events, like, I guess the whole movie, I would say, is just so moving. Like, ev- every everything has a purpose in it. It's so meticulously mm-hmm. done. And then that whole end scene where they're just talking at a table, it's like everything is calm. All you hear is the engine going. Uh, obviously, you know, the, the two people are trying to blow, a, you know, the door open um, uh, outside. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's such a stark contrast to the rest of the movie where the rest of the movie is, like, crazy this that boom 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 and then all of a sudden it's like all right we're in this train we're learning everything it's Mm -hmm. really interesting Uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i want to talk about the two kids so the one was the guy that got tortured son what what was was, i thought it was the mom's kid the mom's kid was in the um section where the like like under the Forward, yeah, table. he was the one under yeah. the floor that he actually yeah, survived. It was, it was the other uh, one I'm talking about that goes into okay, like, yeah, the, goes into the, the engine. The yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, what, what's the purpose of that? Because like, he's going to work in there? or Yeah, he's going to yeah. work in there. It was kind of weird, though. Like, I thought he would at least like, react to anything he's saying, but he just kind of looked like he was unfazed. <laughs> they probably you know, did a lot of brainwashing and maybe even a bit of a lobotomy. I don't know. That's what it seems. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, just, we're I weird. Whole, I just didn't get the whole reason like why it opened up and like why the kid went in there. But I think it opened up because Chris stopped the gears and it was reacting to that and so he went in there to fix that. Oh, to like manually work on it or yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, the, the yeah. one kid's job is to take like sh- I don't know if it I don't know what it is like mud muck or shit or something out of that pipe. You know, he had like yeah. just like the lady was doing at the beginning. Like, there's a there's a purpose for everything, and she was doing the hand motions, and that's exactly the same hand motion that that kid was doing. So that so so obviously that kid was in there taking out like muck or something from the engine, and the other kid was went into like maybe the cleaner section to work on things. It's it's hard to say exactly how the yeah. engine works. And explain it. Um, Originally, I thought that the engine worked on, like, you know, <laughs> it's funny because Greedy Waffle and I were playing uh, Zombie Army today, and it has, like, the same concept where you're using biomass to fuel something. So I thought it was going to be like, uh, we use, you know, human blood. Um, every yeah. every year we have to <laughs> replace it, you know. Sacrifice a human kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I mean, like, it's. I'm sorry, go uh, ahead. I just, it all makes sense why they were measuring the kids in the beginning because I didn't understand that. They're like, oh, yeah. medical check, and I'm like, you medically check? <laughs> That's definitely check. not a medical check. You know? Yeah, I was like, what are you, what are you medically checking with the ruler or tape measure? But now it all makes sense because they have to be a certain height and certain mm-hmm. arm distance fit so, so handle in there. Kind of going off that, so when Chris first gets to the engine, you know, um, Ed Harris, I think it's Ed Harris, yeah, he says, 
say, oh, you're the first person to walk from the tail to the caboose. But I'm like, uh, what about the two kids, that <laughs> woman? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, guess he like probably meant doctor. freely, you know, like, without mm. without chains. Well, I mean, that woman did, technically. Unless she didn't go all the way back, I guess. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Chris Evans made a point to section. start in the caboose and then walk towards the, the fire <laughs> yeah. area. <laughs> well, she'd probably just never been all the way to the back. You know, she was just right at the very beginning of the tail section, was just like, this is as far as I go. Yeah. Bring up their children. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, those kids who escaped. So after the train crash, they escaped. I mean, we can all agree. They're probably probably dead that night, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well I, mean, they, I don't know. They, have they, the, they did uh, do protection. a good job explaining if it was warm enough or not. It doesn't matter how warm it is during the day. If there's snow, it gets really cold at night. <laughs> you should know this. Oh yeah. I guess this is like I kind of the hinting is like, oh, carbon dioxide is coming slowly back, but seeing what it doesn't look like it's coming back enough for them to survive. <laughs> well, even if it's just like I said, if it's back to normal weather conditions, it's like, oh, this is just a normal winter. Yeah, Unless it's... they have the supplies to survive at night. <laughs> They're gonna die. <laughs> it's still gonna be freezing at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, well, they're not gonna have food. I mean, they do have yeah. water. They could eat the snow, I guess. But it's yeah. like, they don't have food. And they did yeah. show the the animal at the end. But, polar, you know, yeah, but yeah, polar bears polar can bear. survive <laughs> in not, super, how... super cold weather. Well, I'm saying, like, or food-wise, but they have nothing to kill it with, so it's yeah. like... <laughs> they're going to get killed by the polar bear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was like, uh, oh, they're going to want to eat the polar bear. I think that was just a symbolic thing of like... Life Change is coming. Mm-hmm. Jurassic, yeah, life. The old Jurassic Park quote. Life yeah. finds a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like they'll probably eventually have to just wander, go back into the train, I guess, and live. There's fire in there. Everything's on fire. Hopefully, they can keep it going for the night. Well, they could probably scavenge all those fish too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. See, spectrum. They want, or they wander aimlessly, and just says, "Oh, they survived." <laughs> that was yeah. funny that you brought up the fish because I did want to mention that when the beginning of the fight scene, where, oh, yeah. where the chain, where the tunnel, they go through the tunnel. It's like, why do they have to like get their Axe is bloody first. Like, why can't yeah. they just, you know, get it bloody from the fight? You know. Yeah, I Maybe think they were trying to. Like, going to die. <laughs> yeah. I think they were just trying to intimidate him to show, like, look how sharp these blades are. Uh, Probably. Yeah, I, I, I was don't thinking, know. like, maybe, like, in fact, like they had, like, inf- you know, the other fish would infect them. You know, so even if they did survive the axe chop, the uh, like a sickness uh, yeah. would get them afterwards. That would have been cool. A little cool detail. Uh, yeah. It's hard to show like sickness mm-hmm. happening on someone <laughs> over time, I guess. Yeah, but it's yeah. I, that's or that's maybe, the way I saw it. Maybe it's a Korean thing, and we just don't understand. <laughs> People gonna be comics like, um, excuse me, that that's actually a symbol of all <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. nerds. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm I'm not caught up on all the Korean cultures. Or I'm not caught up on any, I think any, he's any culture, right? <laughs> Or is he Vietnamese? I think it thought it was Korean. Oh, he's though, he's, but... he's Korean. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is anyone else going to check out Bong Joon Ho's um, other films after seeing this one? Well, I hear Parasite's really good, so I might might check it out. Yeah, um, that one is on Hulu Plus, and then also has another movie that I'm really interested in um, called The Host, which looks really interesting oh, well, too. I've seen The Host. You've seen The Host? 
Yeah, I saw that in uh, at film school. Ooh, re- really? Yeah. Why people mention Parasite? I have class, no idea. <laughs> it was a class about um, it was sci-fi, like or just horror and monster films. Hmm. Oh, well, it's so. funny because um, during this podcast, Odom, uh, he you know was with us a couple podcasts ago, right? Was mm-hmm. a couple? Uh, was yeah. Probably longer than that. It was. It he's was watching, a lot. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he, he's uh he's watching Parasite in his Discord right now. Ah. Oh, <laughs> so we can hang up here and go. No. <laughs> All right, that's done, guys. See ya. <laughs> that's the last podcast. No time to do a new movie. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that'll be our next podcast. Is Parasite? <laughs> yeah. All but right. actually, not. <laughs> All right. Any last words for the movie Snowpiercer? Well, I think I think I've said pretty much everything I want to say. Yeah. Okay. On to the ratings. Sure. Lead us off. All right. And of course, I picked the movie. It's my recommendation, so I'll lead off. Um, I really did enjoy this movie. I thought it was really cool, considering you know the whole class changing, the way it merges. Uh, you know, it gets better as you go into the train. I thought the director was so detailed, you know, as I mentioned, you know, saying these things are useless, you know, that kind of stuff. And I just thought this whole idea, like the whole thought behind this movie was pretty cool. And it just wasn't, you know, half-assed, I guess you can say, um, because, you know, it's just a Netflix movie, pretty much. And I I was, I was, didn't have that much hope going into it, because I, when I watched it before, I didn't care for it that much but now i really do i uh, really enjoyed it i thought the fighting scenes were good i thought the acting was pretty good as well i didn't care for the white lady um the speaker i guess Tilly i just Swinton. say yeah i just said uh <laughs> white because you know she was dressed up in white um <laughs> i didn't care for her i thought she was a little annoying but overall i thought this movie was really well directed really well plotted and I'm gonna give it a four and a half out of five. Yeah, I, I agree. It's um, it definitely has risen to be one of my favorite movies. Um, I I I'll probably have no problem watching it again down the road. Um, I liked all the visuals of the train and the way that things worked in the train. Um, I loved the the uh, the visuals and the outside. Even though the CGI wasn't like amazing, I, I it, it it made the point that it wanted to make, and um, I really appreciate all the hard work that was put into this movie. Also, great acting from everyone in the movie, even like the some of the smaller characters who maybe I would have wanted to see more of, like the protein bar guy who was kind of crazy, and um, there was the uh, the the knife wielding dude who you saw every so often. Um, I liked all the different twists and turns that this movie took. Obviously, the main action scenes are really well choreographed and really well done. Um, and all in all, it's a great experience that I would gladly recommend to anyone who wants to see like a pseudo sci-fi disaster movie. And I'm giving this one a five out of five. Wow. All right, I'll go. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, makes a lot of good points about you know just everything social stuff going on which is always nice um but overall i thought it was just yeah it was a really fun movie i thought it was done pretty well i mean there was a few random plot holes here and there and some of the things about the train don't make sense but you know it's it's that's not the point of the movie the point is the class system and the message and the Mm -hmm. message yeah and it tells the story well 
Um, so I can forgive those little things. Um, I'd give it a four out of five. I agree. Out the um, some say so some of the scenes were um great um greatly shot, but some of the scenes I like I didn't mention four, but some of the scenes were not as well shot. Like scenes were like almost pitch like not like scenes are purposely pitch black, but some scenes were, like really pitch black where you can't see even the faces when you're supposed. I guess we're supposed to, um, but uh, over, other than that, acting acting was great. Um, um, and uh, my also um, other nitpick about this movie is that um, that costume scene was way too long. It got it drained out. And um, but overall, it's if it's not my favorite movie, so I'll give it a four out of five though. Okay. I thought it was a 1.5 coming up. I was like, nope, oh, no. No, no, I was like, oh no, come on, Coco. The way yeah. you were putting it down, I was like, oh man, here we go. <laughs> That's just me. That's awful. 1.5. Another thing I wanted to notice, um, nope, about the movie is uh, some scenes would like so show like how small the train was, and then the next scene it'll show like the fighting scene where they're fighting all the guys with the axes. Yeah. And, like, Chris Evans, like, has all this room to, like, walk and fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's definitely not that much room in that mm-hmm. train. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, but again, whatever. Like, that's yeah. some of the stuff about the train doesn't make sense. But, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's fine. It's fine. Guys ever, fun. guys ever think we're going to come to this? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They, people would have to take global or climate change seriously first. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Alright. Tay, you have a movie for I us. I have yeah. a movie for us. And uh, first off, I just gotta say, I don't know it like much about this movie. Um, oh, no. So if it's bad, sorry. If it's good, you're welcome. <laughs> well, this is what it's all about. <laughs> Find it uh, out movies. Yeah. So the movie is Guns Akimbo from 2019. Oh, I know this Director one. Director Jason Lee Howden. Uh, also written by Jason Lee Howden. Uh, stars Samara Weaving, Daniel Radcliffe, Mark Rowley, to name a few, uh, Reese Darby, Ned Dennehy, 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 I don't know. There's a lot of people. Um, a guy relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex-girlfriend from kidnappers. Uh, it is on Amazon Prime, which is why I picked it, because I saw it on there. I was like, oh, I can watch it for free. Um, Pretty much, it's it's the movie where Daniel Radcliffe gets some guns nailed to his hands. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How does he yeah. reload? It looks. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I, like I said, I don't know much about it. I saw the trailer once. Yeah, that might be fun. So now I saw it was on Amazon Prime. Like, let's do it. Sounds fun. It's gonna be interesting. It might be bad. It might be good. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna find out yeah, together. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, if you, the listener, do not want to be spoiled, or if you want to join the conversation for Guns Akimbo, make sure you watch it before two weeks is up, and that's when the next um, the ex- the next podcast will be. Also, don't forget that the fan vote will be happening alongside the next uh, podcast as well. So make sure you check out my Twitter, and of course, the others will retweet the polls as well. Um, that you know, so you can vote on the fan voted movie, which will be revealed during Coco's recommended podcast. All right, uh, anything else you guys want to say? Are we all good? I'm good. We're all good. Good. All right. Well, I am Yemi the Ferret, and I've been here with you, Waffle, Tay Mation, Coco Gamer, 
And we are Film Freaks with a Z. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. See you.